AI may be able to steal your passwords with terrifying accuracy. We'll tell you all about it next on Into Tomorrow. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. For Labor Day weekend, the weekend of September 1st, 2023, at least Labor Day in America. Welcome into tomorrow, coming to you from Miami in the Dexcom G7 studios. Powerful, simple diabetes management. Be sure to visit dexcom.com and you'll see why myself and Chris and Jason and several others that we know all rely on Dexcom. Yes. All righty. Uh, did you identify yourself? I'm Chris Graveline. Are you sure? Yeah. And I knew it was September because, you know, Michelle got home the other day with a box full of uh, pumpkin spice muffins. Oh, gosh. And I said, get that crap out of my house. <laughs> what? You don't like pumpkin I don't spice? I do pumpkin spice. I'm not a fan either, but a lot of people have been posting it because tis the season. It's mm. fall. You'd never know it in South Florida. But. Yeah. It's summer 2.0. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> got it. We've got some tech news and commentary for you and other uh, fun stuff, some calls, some guests, some just lots of things. Oh, and some prizes to share with you when you participate on the program. And delighted to have you with us. Hopefully, unlike us, you're not laboring on Labor Day weekend. Because normally we're in Berlin. Yeah. On Labor Day weekend. This year, we're not, but we're still bringing you some IFA coverage. Stay tuned over the next couple, three or four weeks. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's very true. The latest rumor from the world of Android phones is that Garmin is going to be helping Google add satellite texting capabilities in more than 150 countries. We pray that yours is one of them. It's a feature that's been promised in Android 14 and which iPhone 14 and, 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 and handsets already have. <laughs> well, for a change, usually it's iPhone that say, oh, we should do what Android does, but this time it's vice versa. I mean, I laugh, but I'm still on the iPhone 11. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you got a ways to go if the 14 and what, the 15's about to come out. Yeah. In fact, the, the Apple's highly anticipated annual iPhone reveal event just got an official date. September 12th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Apple sent out the official invites for the event. The tech giant is expected to unveil uh, the iPhone 15, as you just said, and Apple Watches at the event. The chosen date, September 12th, aligns with earlier predictions from Bloomberg, with product shipments anticipated around September 22nd. At last year's Far Out event, Apple released the iPhone 14 lineup and threw the... Far out. Far out, yes. I, I was just going to say. Yeah. Yes. And uh, three new Apple Watch models, new AirPods Pro, and an update to Apple Fitness Plus. Apple is calling this year's event Wonderlust Duh. and colored the Apple logo gray, blue, and black on the event invitation. Well, black and blue for Apple is pretty appropriate. Yeah. But, well, yeah. rumors earlier this month suggested that the iPhone 15 Pro could come in gray and blue, two of the prominent colors on the invite. <laughs> so we'll see. Wow. Uh, are you, are you going to lose any sleep over it? No. But are you at least going to get the Apple 13, uh, iPhone 13, since no. you have the 12, or what do you have? 11. The 11. It, the, the phone's about to completely crap out. When it does, yeah, then I'll get the 12. No, get an Android, because no. it won't crap out. It will crap out. <laughs> it just will crap out a little bit later. But it's going to have satellite <laughs> texting capabilities. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Ford allows U.S. owners of its F-150 Lightning and Mustang Mach-E, those are the two The thing that they have vehicles. no business calling a Mustang. I know. How, exactly. <laughs> They've ruined the Mustang. Yeah. Anyway, they're allowing U.S. owners to send the automaker verbal feedback on the electric vehicles through the EV's infotainment system. Ford does customer clinics and events, but this is a very different way to capture customer feedback. Apparently, you can yell at Ford through your infotainment system if you have one of these electric vehicles. I yell at my Ford all the time, but 
Since it's a 2016 Explorer, it doesn't do anything. I see. <laughs> Nobody hears you? No. Except maybe somebody in traffic. Why is he yelling at his radio yeah. or something? Uh -huh. Well, He's but, saying a lot of four-letter words that aren't Ford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but mean the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Artificial intelligence can steal your passwords by listening to a user's keystrokes with unprecedented accuracy. What? Cornell University published a report about UK scholars that trained an AI model on audio recordings of people typing, and it identified different sounds that each key made. Researchers tested the model on a nearby phone's integrated microphone placed 17 centimeters away that listened for keystrokes on a MacBook Pro and over Zoom and Skype calls. The research paper found that the AI identified the password with accuracy rates of 95%, 93%, and 91.7% respectively. Whoa. These are keystrokes. You Just based on the sound of the keystroke. On your keyboard, yes. which doesn't make, at least not that we humans can hear, audible differences. It's not like touch tone, you know, dual tone, multi-frequency. <laughs> it's just hitting the keys on your keyboard. Yeah. Whoa. I don't like that. <laughs> Of course, it's only on a Mac. Well, yeah. What does that tell you? Don't use a MacBook Pro. There you go. <laughs> that was just what they tested it on. But if, if they tested it and it works on a MacBook Pro, it'll work on anything else. Yeah. But what about, like, these soft keys, though? You know, like, I'm, I'm tapping on one right now that you can't hear anything on yeah. my well, little Sony laptop. Well, then here. it won't work on your Sony laptop. Okay. So keep using your, uh, you know, 22-year-old Sony laptop. <laughs> hey, it does the job. <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Or is it running Windows 3.1? DOS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Discreet earbuds and an always available supply of streaming audio are allowing some media consumers to combat feelings of stress and loneliness with the incessant chatter of podcasts which they play day and night. While some people might find never-ending audio streams a bit distracting, experts say those with certain brain types can use it to increase focus. And, of course, it's our pleasure. Mm -hmm. The Into Tomorrow podcasts are free, and they will help you increase focus. Or we can help you... Go to sleep. Chris and I, I will say, put you to sleep. You know what never-ending audio stream isn't you know, bad is the one that's uh, playing on our uh, Into Tomorrow app 24-7, 365. That's true. You can hit the play button and listen to the last 10, 12 weeks or something worth of shows if you miss anything. 366 days next year. Next year's a leaper? Yes. Ah, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Every election year's a leap year. Go figure. <laughs> oh, no. well, that's an easy way to remember. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Every election year. Yeah. Some people don't remember anyway elections. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those people running should just take a leap. Uh, Google's <laughs> Pixel Pass service is dead. If you're not sure what Pixel Pass was, it was a subscription service that Google offered that allowed people to split up payments of their phones over a two-year period, just like installment plans from Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. The Pixel Pass portioned out your payments monthly. This was an easy way for people to upgrade to the latest Pixel smartphone, but the opportunity to do so is no longer available. Google doesn't have an official announcement for this. Instead, the discontinuation of the service went under the radar and was only brought up on the support page for it. Uh, it's like, if anybody cares, this is no longer available. Yeah. They're just basically saying, hey, if you want to you know, own a Pixel, you better have a lot of money because you know, we're not going to let you pay for it over the month. Although I've, uh, I've seen on Google's own site as recently as earlier today because I'm still teasing myself about the Pixel Fold, that you can pay up front or you can pay over monthly. So probably why through, are they not... through a carrier, but Google apparently has gotten rid of their own service. No, this was on Google's own site. Or maybe it's only for the Fold because it's so god-awfully expensive. Probably. I mean, I'm just also trying to figure out, do I have like two grand to drop on the thing? <laughs> can you share? Not the phone. Not the phone? Not the, the, phone? The, the, the money? No. No. Oh. Um, I could share the phone because when you open it up, it's like a tablet. Yeah. But I'm not going to share it like give it to you. I don't want it. Because then my Dexcom is out of range. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a, an Android phone. I don't want it anyway. It's a $2,000 Android phone. I don't care. Better than your $300 iPhone. Um, this, was, uh, this was like a $1,500 iPhone. Okay. Thank you. You ready for pancakes? 
Always. Yeah. <laughs> well, IHOP has partnered with Google Cloud to use its recommendations AI tools to personalize the online ordering experience by using information from customers' previous orders and showing them menu items that fit a specific price range. Interesting. The Dine Brands-owned family dining chain reports that takeout and delivery now account for about 20% of orders, compared to only 9% way back in 2019. Apparently, a lot of people are getting pancakes to go. Yeah, well, if I go to IHOP and they use AI to show me products or you know, menu items in my price range, my options will be tap water and crackers. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you get free syrup. It's always on every table. Yeah, so I'll, I'll bring some cups with me from home. There you go. <laughs> and pour some syrup over your crackers. Yes. Yeah. And enjoy your tap water with yeah. it. Yeah. And don't forget, leave a tip. <laughs> Intotomorrow.com is a site that we hope you visit often because we're there waiting for you. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it'll take years to get out of debt. Call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 10 million people. Without destroying your credit, they can reduce your interest rates, lower your total payments up to 50% to get you out of debt fast. For a free consultation, call Consolidated Credit now. The program works. Call 800-284-4037. 800-284-4037. 800-284-4037. Consolidated Credit Solutions Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Kansas CSO 0019051. Maryland DM 1492. Oregon DM 892. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission License Number DCA3. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Actual interest rates, length of program, and monthly payment reductions will vary by consumer and creditor. Yours could be higher or lower. Not a loan company. We do not lend money. I'm Dave Graveline, bringing you further Into Tomorrow. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. If you want to become a podcaster, Blueberry Podcasting makes it easy to publish, analyze, and grow your show. Visit blubrry.com. And stay tuned, because in just a few moments, Dave will be chatting with Noah Syken. We've had him on the show before. He's a VP of Global Sponsorships and Client Executive Programs with IBM. They're working with sports organizations to digitally transform the games, offering immersive experiences of uh, their favorite sports and players. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. You want to stay tuned for that. Working up a sweat might help burn off calories, but saunas have plenty of other great benefits. With this week's Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip, brought to you by Human Touch, here's Victoria Ladock. Thanks, Dave. With so many new and trendy health cleanses on the market, one effective solution that may be overlooked are saunas. The heat from being in a sauna helps the body reach temperatures that harmful bacteria cannot survive in. This is a great way to flush out the endocrine system. Saunas also do their part to help you sweat out a few calories after a workout. Just remember to have a glass of water before and after your sauna session to stay hydrated. The heat will also help your muscles recover and lead to restful sleep, so you can perform just as well the next day. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Victoria. And she's always given us great advice. That's what I've done wrong. I hate saunas because they're so hot, but I've never done a glass of water before and after. Right. But well, but we live in South Florida, so you don't need it's a sauna. You just, just walk out front. Yeah, I'll walk to my car and back. There <laughs> yeah. you go, Ben, in the sauna. <laughs> the Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip, as always, brought to you by Human Touch for products that help you recover, revitalize, and relax every day. Be sure to visit humantouch.com. Bob in Thornton, Colorado. Welcome into tomorrow. Dave, I'm really confused about the upgrades of Wi-Fi via cable. Cat 6, now I'm seeing Cat 7, Cat 8. Uh, tell me, Dave, what is the benefit and how far do we go? I'm remodeling my basement and I want to put the right cabling in the uh, remodel. What's the best Wi-Fi modem as well? I mean, as we get Cat 6, is that dependent on the service from your internet provider thanks well bob it must be nice though we don't have basements in florida 
Because no. we dig three we feet, we're in the water. If we do, they'd be uh, an, an inside pool. Yeah, an indoor swimming pool. A uh, lot of questions here. Let's see if we can get to you uh, to your answers, Bob. Cat 7 is a shielded cable with less interference. It supports high speeds of up to 10 gigabytes. Uh, so that can be handy, of course. Or is that gigabits? Gigabits. Yeah, gigabits per second. Yes. Yeah, gigabytes is... Too much more. But like Cat 6E cables, that's what they do as well. But they are subject to less interference. They also don't terminate in an RJ45 connector. So you can probably skip that one altogether. Now, Cat 8 cables are also shielded and do use the typical standard RJ45 connectors and can support speeds of 40 gigabits per second. But they're more expensive than Cat 6E cables that can support 10 gigabits per second. So it gets really confusing. Don't worry, all of our show notes will be here for you. Any DOCSIS 3.1 modem should be able to get you speeds of up to 10 gigabits today. And that's as far as you're really going to get from a residential modem these days. Yeah, I mean, one thing you might want to consider here is that you may be trying to future-proof a horse and buggy after cars became popular. <laughs> uh, most electronics today assume Wi-Fi first and wired internet second. Uh, so if you, for example, work from home and want a more secure connection, it might be worth investing in a wired setup. But the way things are today, it's likely that you won't end up really using that wired setup for much else. And instead, it'll end up with something like a mesh Wi-Fi system no. that allows you to connect connect Wi-Fi cameras, Wi-Fi doorbells, Wi-Fi smart plugs, phones, tablets, and so forth. Uh, even most laptops today require a separate adapter to plug them into a wired network. Yeah, true. So you may be better off, Bob, saving that money and just setting up a wireless mesh instead. But if you want to wire the place up anyway, and I don't blame you, uh, Cat 6E is probably still your best bet at the moment, unless you have servers in your own home like Hillary that can take advantage of what? <laughs> of, of the high speeds. It will take ISPs a little longer to catch up to the speeds than the other cables can even manage. So don't worry. But do let us know what you do, because I love what you're trying to accomplish, and perhaps other listeners are doing the same thing. Or if other listeners have some input for you, that would be helpful too, would it not? It would be. And you could uh, call uh, the Ask Dave hotline, 800-899-INTO. Use the free Into Tomorrow app, hit that message studio button, or head over to our site and click that Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Jim in Crown Point, Indiana. We love you for it, Jim, participating with the free Into Tomorrow app. I have a Samsung laptop, relatively new. And it's not holding a uh, Wi-Fi connection. Hmm. My son has a computer, and he has a good connection all the time, and I don't know what's happening. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Well, I hope we can help you out, Jim. Is your laptop losing the connection randomly? Or is the range just worse than your son's, we're wondering? Because laptops have built-in antennas, and they're not all comparable. If your son has a more expensive laptop, perhaps, then it's likely that he has more of a robust antenna that could give him a more reliable and longer-range connection. Now, having said that, if range is not the concern and your connection just randomly drops from 10 feet away from the router then you're likely looking at either hardware or certainly a software issue. Now, if the issue is software, then it's most likely bad drivers. Uh, we deal with those all the time here. And so, oh, probably different kind of drivers. Yeah, different kind. Uh, we're not talking about on I-95. Uh, okay. We're talking about in the computer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but now you can have Windows check to see if it can find updates for your drivers. Uh, but you may be better off going straight to the source and checking on Samsung's support website. Or easier yet, download Samsung Update from the Microsoft Store to have it check for you. Now, if it doesn't find anything and your connection is the only one that drops, for example, if not just your son's laptop, but your phone also can stay connected, uh, then you may need to take it in for a warranty repair. The problem could be hardware related and you may need uh, either a new part or a new machine. In either case, if the machine is relatively new, you might be able to get it for free. Yeah, I would hope so. So, Jim, do let us know what ends up working for you because you've got a few possibilities playing there. Uh, either that or another option would be to just take your son's laptop and give him yours. Uh, you know, rank has its privileges. As you've learned growing up, yeah, it, it happens. Uh, just let us know because we'd be delighted to dig into it even further if we can. And, of course, stay tuned. We have the best listeners on the planet. So others may have had a similar experience. They can call in and share with us to help Jim out uh, with what they did 
and it makes life interesting. By the way, our weekly reminder to always check your spam filters. You never know what important email you might have found in there. We hear from people all the time that say, thank you so much for reminding me because I haven't checked it in months. And sure enough, there's an email from mom and somebody else that was sending me something and I thought they just forgot about me. No, there it was, etc. And always back up your important data. And we're not talking about just your pictures and videos. How about banking info or anything else important, documents, things like that. Don't leave them on any one computer or device. If they're important, back them up. And remember the following as well. Visit us at intotomorrow.com. While you're there, sign up for our tech newsletter. It's free. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit www.dexcom.com compatibility. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks especially when you participate on the program, and there are many ways to do that. Of course, you can call our toll-free 800 number anytime you have any tech questions, 24-7 at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. And in our 28 years on the air covering the latest in consumer tech, we're happy to answer your tech questions. You can also, of course, download and use our free Into Tomorrow app. Search those two words in your app store, Into Tomorrow, and participate that way. You sound like you're right here in the studio sitting with us, and sounds really good to have you. Or you can visit us anytime on any device with a microphone and a browser to intotomorrow.com and just click that Ask Dave mic button. Again, anytime you have a tech question. Speaking of tech, of course, technology is enabling fans around the world to have new immersive experiences of their favorite sports and players. One tech company is working with sports organizations to digitally transform the games because the future of sports is here. Delighted to have back with us again the Vice President of Global Sponsorships and Client Executive Programs. And I think that all fits on his business card with IBM, Noah Syken. Noah, welcome back into tomorrow. How you doing, sir? Yeah, Dave, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Tell me about this whole future of sports and how IBM is bringing, for example, tennis to life for fans yeah so look we think that fans want to engage much more deeply in sports than they ever have before we're operating in a in a very social media centric world where the expectation has been to break down the barriers and uh, share more information with fans and, and that's what the usta and the us open have asked ibm's help with and so if you think about a tennis event uh us open is already underway uh the tennis event has 17 matches happening simultaneously around uh, around the grounds. But there's not commentators uh, calling each of those matches. There's video being captured, but nobody's actually commentating on, on those matches. And so 
the USDA asked us, you know, is there a way that artificial intelligence and generative AI can play a role? And we said, of, of course there is. And so we're using our WatsonX uh, development platform to lay AI commentary on top of those matches. We're taking the data feeds coming off of the court. Uh, we're teaching the artificial intelligence, the generative AI, the language of tennis, what a passing shot is, an ace is, a winner is. We're bringing those together. And so for all of the 254 singles matches that happen at the US Open, when those highlight packages come out, you're gonna hear uh, artificial intelligence AI commentary on top of those packages. That's one of the ways that we're bringing these new capabilities uh, to the USTA and to fans and creating new experiences. And I think that's really what you know um, ultimately fans get interested in. That's what generates buzz around these events and drives more audience and interest. And that's what any, you know, any of our partners would look for. Oh, for sure. And, and speaking of audience, I'm kind of hearing my audience in my head saying, yeah, but is it going to sound somewhat robotic? Is it going to sound natural uh, for, you know, AI to be commenting? How, how is that working? Yeah, well, I mean, people have their expectations today of what different, uh, different devices or mechanisms sound like, whether it's your GPS in your car. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think about it kind of along the lines of what, what people have come to expect from some of these voices. And I think, you know, over time, the voices are going to advance. Uh, today, for example, we're uh, focused on English language for these uh, 254 matches. But by the time we get to the next US Open or the next event, you know, we're going to start bringing other languages to bear because the U.S. Open has fans and uh, and uh, participants from around the world. So the voice, I think, is going to be pretty much on par with what people experience for uh, from other AI generated, um, you know, voices. But the reality is, is that we're never going to replace a John McEnroe or a Chris Everett. They have the texture, they have the history, they have the relationships with the players that allows a human to bring some dimension to these matches um, that are, you know, certainly unique. Well, and of course, you bring up, no a good point about we're never going to replace those kinds of folks. You know, my staff tells me the same thing. We're never going to replace you even with AI. Yeah, right. Uh, and I'm thinking, you know, at 28 years, I pretty much have said everything I can say in the tech world up to this moment that they can grab from years past and just create a show. And while that can be scary for some people, I kind of look forward to the possibility of retirement. Uh, but the point that I think you you're making is there is still uh, got to be that human element to be able to bring up you know gee when I played with him so many years ago here's what I experienced or something like that well artificial intelligence isn't going to be able to to bring that forward yeah and and you know again just think about the U.S. Open example we're filling in the space where there is no commentary today yeah. right those courts that don't have commentary we're bringing a net new capability on top of that so um, again, the, the commentators, you know, should be awfully fearful anytime soon. Yeah, good point. However, artificial intelligence is absolutely changing the sports viewing experience for fans as well it should. And IBM being at the forefront of this is making it interesting, entertaining, and informative. Yeah, well, look, you know, um, the data is really insightful and important. So, as another example, the IBM Power Index, we know that there are uh, traditional global rankings of tennis players, but those are based on 52 weeks of data. Um, the Power Index actually looks at momentum coming into the tournament. I think everybody would agree how you're playing in the past two months is probably more representative than the way you were playing, you know, a year ago. Uh, yes. And so this is where, you know, sometimes the, the actual global tennis rankings might be a little bit out of sync with the momentum coming into the tournament. And so the power index is a, is a great way to see, you know, who's playing hot right now and who might be not getting as much credit for how good they are playing right now going into the tournament. And this allows us to look for matches to uh, ones to watch, as we call it, and those upset alerts um, that people can tune into and take take note of as they're you know, planning out who they may want to watch uh, over the next couple of days at the tennis event. Sure, and I'll bet you that IBM's Watson probably has those details at the ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, you know, uh, underpinning everything we do is uh, our, our Watson capabilities and our Watson X development platform for generative AI. And, you know, I think we've talked in the past, but these are the same kinds of capabilities that businesses around the world need. Um, they look for to service customers better, to do it at scale. 
And so things like customer service are increasingly going to be offered by generative AI um, capabilities, or even the code, the code that gets written to create these experiences are increasingly going to be uh, driven by recommendations powered by artificial intelligence. So there's all mm -hmm. kinds of tentacles that these capabilities you know, and value that they're going to drive across different types of organizations. Oh, for sure. No doubt that it's going to be very helpful to businesses when used correctly uh, as we head further into tomorrow, if you will. But what other sports partnerships does IBM have these days? Uh, and for that matter, how can fans see this technology in action? Yeah, so people can uh, visit us at ibm.com sports to learn more about this. Uh, and you mentioned other sports. And so coming out of the U.S. Open, we're going to be focusing on fantasy football. Football season is starting. Uh, uh, and we partner with ESPN to bring these same kinds of generative AI insights to the ESPN fantasy football app. Uh, new this year, we have a, a waiver wire analy analyzer. So one of the key points of playing fantasy football is picking up players during the season. We've, we've given some new tools uh, to help people assess who's on the waiver wire, who might fit with their team, and waiver wire grades. And so whether it's tennis or whether it's fantasy football, uh, over the next you know couple weeks and couple of months, there's great tools and capabilities for fans to engage with. Boy, Noah, you and your team must have a lot of fun, seriously, doing what you do. I mean, it's probably not at all like work because there's so <laughs> many cool elements that you can introduce. Well, it is uh, it is definitely a great challenge. Uh it's a job like anything else. We have a really, really, really nice office, but when the pressure's on, we still need to deliver for our partners. I love it. I mean, I talk about with doing our show, well, it beats working for a living, but yeah, you're right. It's still a lot of work. You know, you don't just sit down and yak. You know, there, there's yeah. a little more involved in that. But then since you brought up businesses as well, how does it reflect what you guys are doing to help businesses using artificial intelligence? Yeah, so we like to, our, our great IBM consulting team, you know, goes into businesses around the world and help them solve their, you know, their mission critical problems. Um, I think one of the things that we think about a lot is data. Um, and all of these businesses have data. And so as generative AI becomes uh, more and more prevalent across the business landscape, one of the things that we really do encourage is for people to think about how their data is being used, how it's being uh, managed, and to make sure that they're using trustworthy data to deliver these experiences to, to um, clients, customers, fans, whatever you want to call them based on your business around the world. So trust and transparency in data and doing uh, in creating these new experiences in ways that are repeatable and uh, you can actually understand where the data is coming from, I think, is one of the core values that IBM brings to the table. And again, I mentioned it probably earlier, but Watson X uh, and all of the capabilities uh, that Watson X affords is really predicated on delivering, you know, trusted experiences with trusted data. And no, I got to tell you, I'm not going to give up on my constant years-long quest to interview Watson one of these days. So you could be my hero <laughs> if you could arrange that. So let's see what we could do one day. It'll be an extra special show, and uh, and Watson can be our guest. So I'm sure we can work that out somehow. So. We'll keep working on that. Oh, we'll good. I appreciate that. that. Noah Sykin is VP of Global Sponsorships and Client Executive Programs with IBM. And Noah, where can our audience go for more info, especially as we discussed all these cool new tech things for sports? Yeah, folks can visit ibm.com slash sports to learn more all uh, to learn all about it. And of course, they can visit the digital platforms of the U.S. Open. Uh, and any of our other partners. Ah, terrific. That's ibm.com slash sports. And again, Noah, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. There's much more to come as we bring you further into tomorrow right here on the Advanced Media Network. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, then you need to call us right now. Debt Fix Pros can significantly reduce the amount you owe, and you could be debt-free faster than you think. I knew we had to do something. Our debt was growing. It was getting out of control, and we just didn't know what to do. We saw an ad for Debt Fix Pros. We called, and they showed us how fast they could get us out of debt. Call 800-781-6764. That's 800-781-6764. How would you like to feel your best every day? 
For over 40 years, Human Touch has designed high-performance massage chairs, ergonomic zero-gravity recliners, and targeted massage products that not only rejuvenate the mind and body, but have helped owners perform, sleep, and live better. Sitting in a Human Touch massage chair is the perfect way to unwind, relieve pain, or recover from a hard workout. And it's all from the comfort of your own home 24-7. Anytime you need to relax sore muscles, de-stress, or even just take a moment for yourself. Human Touch works with medical practitioners, world-class athletes, and award-winning design teams to provide therapeutic benefits daily, but also offer an aesthetic appeal that captivates the eye and enhances any space. Ready to learn more? Visit HumanTouch.com. Human Touch. Your best every day. Hi guys, back to Cameron Graveline. And if you have any questions about tech, don't forget to ask Dave so he can ask me. Hey. Call 800-899-INTO or use the free Into Tomorrow app. Now back to the guys. Why, thank you. You do ask him because, I mean, he is the brains behind the operation. Yeah, true. At 11 years old. I mean, that's how I knew I was getting old, because when he was about four, I was trying to do something on my phone, and I couldn't figure it out, and he took my phone from me when he was four years old, and said, let me show you, Papa. Yeah. And he showed me. And he did show you, all right. Wow. But thank you, Cameron. Yes. Back into tomorrow on this Labor Day weekend. Delighted to have you with us. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys, streaming media solutions for the smartest businesses on the internet. Visit StreamGuys.com. Electric lights are turned on in New York. The first computer bug is discovered and a tech giant is born. It all happened this week in tech history. Brought to you by IFA. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, 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 history. Here's Chris. This week back in 1882, Thomas Edison displayed the first practical electrical lighting system. The Pearl Street Electric Power Station, Edison's steam-powered plant, began operating and successfully turned on the lights in a one-square-mile area of New York City. Steepy! I'm so happy! In 1927 this week, the first fully electronic television system is achieved by Philo Farnsworth when his image dissector camera tube transmitted its first image, a simple straight line, to a receiver in another room of his laboratory in San Francisco. His wife later recalled that her husband broke the stunned silence of his lab assistants by saying, there you are, electronic television. Be me into tomorrow with Dave Graveline. <laughs> electronic television. And if you're familiar with the streaming service Philo, that's where it got its name, from who we know as the father of television. Philo. Philo Farnsworth. F Farnsworth, yes. That's cool. That's a, that's a last name that you know we don't hear anymore. We should hear, we need more Farnsworths. It just sounds educated. Okay. What, Graveline doesn't? No. Oh. <laughs> this week in 1947, the first case of a computer bug was found. Operators traced an error in the Harvard Mark II computer to a moth trapped in a relay. It was a bug, Dave. The bug was carefully removed and taped to the logbook. And that is why today we call errors or glitches in a program a bug. That's why... Yes. And do you know it who was an actual real was an bug? Actual moth. And do you know who it was that found the moth? Oh, wait a minute. I think I know this. Grace Murray Hooper. Yes, Admiral Hooper. Admiral Hooper. She was <laughs> one amazing. Of the, one of the most brilliant women in history. <laughs> and, and I managed to meet her many years ago when I was announcing on NBC television the Orange Bowl Parade live from Miami. Et cetera. She was the Grand Marshal one year. Yeah. And what a nice lady, but brilliant is right. Uh -huh. Oh, my gosh. And she discovered the bug. She is the, I guess, mother of computer bugs. The mother of <laughs> the mother of the bug. Yeah. yeah great. In 1977 this week, NASA launched the Voyager 1 spacecraft to study the outer solar system and interstellar space beyond the sun's heliosphere. I know nothing. Nothing. At a distance of more than 14.2 billion miles from Earth, it is the most distant man-made object from our planet. Voyager 1 is still in service after 45 years, and its mission is expected to continue until about 2025, when its radioisotope thermoelectric generators will no longer supply enough electric power to operate its scientific instruments. Won't be enough of that. Right. Oh, gotcha. And this week in 1998, Google was founded by Larry Page and Sergey Brin, two students at Stanford University. Yahoo! 
No, 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 no. It wasn't Yahoo. It was Google. Yes. Uh, Before naming their search algorithm Google, it was known as Backrub. What? What? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Money was tight in the early days, and its first server was housed in a custom-made computer enclosure constructed of Legos. Great. The company name was a play on the slightly differently spelled word Google, which is 10 to the 100th power, or one with 100 zeros after it. Google went public in 2004 and quickly became one of the world's largest media companies. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin. The future of tech awaits you at IFA. Visit ifa-berlin.com. And stay tuned over the next couple or several or three or four weeks, depending on how many interviews we can get, for IFA highlights right here on Into Tomorrow. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-781-6764. That's 1-800-781-6764. 1-800-781-6764. United we stand. 1-800-781-6764. Into Tomorrow continues to labor for you on this Labor Day weekend. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by the Dexcom G7 Continuous Glucose Monitoring System. Changing the game for people living with all types of diabetes. Visit D-E-X-C-O-M. When you participate on the program anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at your convenience, you win prizes. It's that easy. Like from Skosh, we've got Magic Mount Pro Charge 5 for MagSafe and Qi-enabled phones. From Brondell, we've got another pro-sanitizing air purifier that removes dust, dander, pollen, smoke, and airborne viruses, valued at $800. Nice. Uh, from Hampton Products International, we've got a smart power strip and surge protector. Handy. Yes. And from Targus, a USB wired stereo headset. Ooh. And how does one participate? In, by one of uh, three very easy ways. <laughs> Pick one. Yeah. Right. The uh, free Into Tomorrow app, you hit that message to studio button. The Ask Dave hotline, 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or hitting that uh, Ask Dave microphone. Uh, one might say mashing that Ask Dave microphone. Hitting that. Yeah. Mm. At uh, intotomorrow.com. Lynn in Trenton, South Carolina. Welcome Into Tomorrow, Lynn. Hey, guys. I live in a rural area of South Carolina. Many years ago, I had a hotspot through AT&T, and it worked great. I got a couple of updated ones through them over the years, but of course, there was always a small added charge. Well, this last one quit on me, and when I called for an updated one, whoever I was talking to didn't even know about hotspots. I tried explaining to him, and oh my gosh, it was even pictured on my account. Lord have mercy. Seriously. (laughs) He told me he could send me one for $500. What? I said, are you kidding me? After that, I switched over to Consume Your Cell Yarn, but they don't have hotspots either. My question is, why can't I just buy a hotspot somewhere? They did that with my iPad. I put a SIM card in from Consume Your Cellular into my iPad, and everything worked great. But I just want you all to help me and tell me where I can go buy a hotspot. Verizon doesn't work here where I live, nor does T-Mobile, and I don't even want to deal with AT&T. Bless your hearts if you can answer these questions. I know it's not as big a technical question as maybe you normally have, but I need help. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you, Lynn, for calling in. And we do our best to help all of our listeners, but certainly your issue. And and bless your heart for calling us and letting us help you out. Surprisingly, finding a standalone hotspot is getting harder and harder, as you've discovered. Maybe having hotspot data included in every smartphone plan is killing them. Now, you say T-Mobile and Verizon don't work at your house. So, unfortunately, that leaves you with only one choice. 
AT&T. Even though you said you don't want to deal with them, those three are the only network providers. All others actually use one of those three networks, consumer cellular, as you mentioned, many others. Everybody says, oh, no, I don't deal with the big three. Trust me, I use so-and-so. Well, they use the big three. That's just how that works. AT&T, for example, is only selling three models at the moment. The Netgear Nighthawk, this is the one that costs $500, uh, an old-style stick of the kind that you plug into a laptop, and an in-car hotspot that looks like it plugs into an OBD2 port, the onboard diagnostics port in a car. Yeah, and outside of AT&T, things don't really get much easier. Everyone seems to be largely stepping away from those standalone hotspot devices. Now, the exceptions are T-Mobile and Verizon's 5G home internet, which look and act more or less like traditional modem router combos. And to be honest, if you're in a rural area, I wouldn't really hold your breath for 5G connectivity anyway. Yeah, I mean, we're promised 5G wireless connectivity all around. I've got some at my house, but you don't have any at yours. Right. And you're a couple of miles away. So, yeah, don't hold your breath for that. Now, outside of AT&T, AT&T's official offerings. The only other option seems to be to buy an older device through a site like Amazon or eBay. There are plenty of older model hotspots up for sale that are definitely not equal, unfortunately. The hotspot device that AT&T is currently selling is a gigabit device. Some of the ones you'll see for sale online have bandwidth limits of as little as 100 megabytes per second, which might do the job for you, again, especially in a rural area. So depending on what you're used to, that may be acceptable or not. Yeah, it's also worth just going to AT&T's website and trying to get the current device through them rather than through a, a rep. Uh, it's currently listed for $250, not $500. Oof. And they're offering to finance it at about $7 a month for 36 months without interest. And that might be the way to go for you, Lynn, because if, if you can justify that expense of $7 a month, zero interest, you're not at least having to pay more, but you have to make sure that they will allow you to use it and if it doesn't work, get you out of that contract, take it back. Clearly, they should be doing that. Yeah, you just have to keep in mind that $7 a month is for the device itself. You still yeah. have to pay for the data for the hotspot, which is usually going to be probably you know between $50 and $70 a month. Right, and that's the AT&T that she doesn't want to deal with, and yeah. we don't blame her. Let us know what you end up doing, Lynn, because it'll certainly help other listeners, and we'll keep our fingers and eyes crossed. Ken in North Miami, Florida. Hey, Ken. Just bought a new Chevy Colorado pickup. And I'm looking for a wireless camera that I can mount on the front as I've never owned a pickup truck and I find myself with the back of the truck still sticking in a parking lot. What are your recommendations for a wireless type camera for the front of the truck? Park in bigger parking lots. Yeah, I would think. But no, Ken, it's a good question. Ken, your best bet for a front camera is a backup camera. I know that may sound weird, but there's no rule that says it needs to be installed on the back. The easiest ones to get working will, of course, be the license plate mounted ones, which will wirelessly broadcast to the cabin of your truck. For example, an Echo Master camera and screen can be had for under $150 and can be mounted with just two screws. Now, if you don't trust wireless cameras, there are wired cameras that are very inexpensive and will come right on without any delay, unlike their wireless cousins, which would have to kind of fire up and boot up and that sort of thing. Yeah, an Atika camera can be installed on the front of the car and hidden away, and you can get them for about 40 bucks. Uh, the big catch there is there's no monitor. You need to buy that separately. Uh, now, one issue you may run into is most of these cameras are made to be installed in the rear of the car where you can't see, rather than the front where you can. That means that some assume that you'll want them to turn on when the car goes into reverse. And that means you may need to have the camera wired to turn on when you flip a switch instead. Yeah. Now, look into Metra, iBeam, Kenwood, and Thinkware. They all make rear-view cameras that can be adjusted to be used as a front-view camera. They all have roughly a 170-degree field of vision. They're all weatherproof, and they will all end up costing you somewhere between $100 and maybe $150, of course, plus installation if you don't do it yourself. Yeah, other than that, wired cameras are fairly comparable as there's really not that much in the way of features other than better or worse night vision. Yeah, but Ken, I like your question, though. It's very cool, and it's one of those out-of-the-box kinds of things that allows us to do some digging for our audience, and we're happy to do that. Uh, 
So I hope we've helped you out there, certainly given you a bunch of different options. Yeah, and just keep in mind that if you go with a rear view camera that doesn't have the ability to switch it to a front view camera, that your picture may be reversed. Because these cameras oh, usually yeah. show a reverse image as if you were looking into a mirror behind you. Do they? Yeah. Come to think of it? Gee, the next time I go in reverse, I'm going to have to pay attention to that. <laughs> but really? Yes. It's, it's generally a flipped image on the monitor you're looking at. I guess it would be. Yeah. Well, gosh, now you made me stop to think about that. I have to pay attention. See, everybody else listening, too, going, what? Or maybe everyone else listening is going, uh, yeah, hello, Dave. What are you, dumb? Next time you park in, the, in front of the store and back up, you'll see this, the store sign is backwards on your monitor. Now, see, that's probably what I haven't <laughs> noticed. I just, I'm looking for traffic coming either way. And, of course, with the new MDX, I also have the, the sonar and radar and all that. So beep, 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 beep. If there's a car yeah, coming well, see, one direction or another. if it wasn't other. reversed, then a car coming to you from the right on the monitor you're looking at would appear like it's coming from the left. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So we're just a wealth of information, are we not? Chris is going to tell you just how easy it is to participate anytime. Three o'clock in the morning tomorrow, if you'd like. You can call the Ask Dave hotline at 800-899-4686. That's 800-899-INTO. You could use the Into Tomorrow app. There's a message to studio button. Or you can do a very similar thing by visiting our site and clicking the Ask Dave microphone, and that's at intotomorrow.com. And that's good on any device with a browser and a microphone. Your desktop, your laptop, your tablet, your smartphone, your shoe phone, anything that's got a browser and a mic. But do visit us at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Stream Guys Streaming Media Services is proud to sponsor Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Delivering audio and video to the web since 2000, Stream Guys is the affordable, reliable, and scalable choice for today's demanding media delivery needs. Stream to iPhones, mobile devices, and PCs all from the same platform. Stream in Windows Media, QuickTime, and the ubiquitous Flash using our full-featured, low-cost Wowza Flash servers. Increase your ROI with our subscription system and pre-roll ad services and turn your content into cash. Stream Guys, offering professional streaming media services for the smartest businesses on the internet. Learn more at www.streamguys.com. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you, too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work.